Welcome to The Real Talk with Tanya Sakowitz podcast, where we help parents and caregivers gain knowledge to increase their confidence and their success in caring for young children. We will cover topics like feeding your baby, getting your baby and you some much needed sleep, and pretty much anything else that has to do with caring for babies and their families after birth. Society sets parents up to fail, and we are here to change that. You can also find full video versions of each episode on our YouTube channel, Newborn Care Solutions. Thanks for tuning in. Good evening and welcome to Real Talk, where every Sunday night we offer insight, education, and resources to in-home caregivers and those affected in their world. These are the children, the parents, the extended family, and everyone who loves them. And our goal is to offer real-life topics and learning through discussing real issues and offering real solutions. And tonight, I'm very excited to welcome back a guest that we've had before who is getting a really good response from our audience, and that is serial entrepreneur, Dr. Brandy Keats. So welcome, Dr. Brandy. It's great to have you. It's nice to see you again. It's always a pleasure. Fantastic. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Dr. Brandy, and then we're going to dig into our topic for tonight, which is kind of a continuation of some of the talks that we've been having because they're all about, yeah, they're all about the body. They're all about pregnancy and they're all about feeling better instead of feeling bad, which is what we're often told we need to do. So Dr. Brandy has been saving women from painful experiences in pregnancy since 2003 as the founder and CEO of Experience Chiropractic in Southeast Pennsylvania. Based on her own troubled pregnancy, experience as a trauma paramedic, and her knowledge of sports medicine, she has set out to educate and empower pregnant women and their providers through the Bloom philosophy. This evidence-based philosophy tackles the common misconceptions that pain during pregnancy is normal and offers avenues to alleviate the common but not normal villains of pregnancy. And that's kind of a catchphrase that Dr. Brandy has created, which really helps us understand this stuff better. And I love kind of how simple and direct it makes it. With a knack for storytelling, a flair for detail, and a hint of humor, Dr. Brandy Keats published her first book, What You Don't Expect When You're Expecting, in 2018, and released the second edition in 2021. Dr. Brandy Keats is also renowned for her podcast appearances and her ample lectures and webinars, all the while kicking butt, running her own business, and expanding her personal brand. Her passion to bring awareness and help those who care for pregnant women to be aware of all the myriad of ways to help them is phenomenal. So tonight, I'm really excited to have you come back and have us talk about the villains of pregnancy, but we're going to focus again. So before we focus kind of on the lower body, Mm -hmm. and this time we're going to talk about the upper body. Mm -hmm. And when I saw some of these, I was kind of excited because, man, even all these years later, these were my my experiences, right? Yeah. First, can you give us just kind of a brief overview of this concept of pain is not normal, but it is common. And sometimes we confuse those two. Yeah. As I said on the last um, podcast, which was so much fun, it's, um, it's semantics, but language is so critically important. I believe I love writing. I love um, I love words. I think words can transmit so much. And as providers, it's important for us to transmit hope when we can. 
Um, and I, what I find is before COVID, I would just be horrified to hear the stories from my patients where they're told to just suck it up. And I think the last podcast we did aired the night of the Super Bowl. And mm-hmm. I said, what providers tell pregnant women where you're just like, what do you expect? You're pregnant. Like it all, all the pain will go over when you're, when you're done, which could be four to five months is just like, I'm in Philadelphia with the Eagles telling one of them like, Hey, when your season's over, like, what do you expect? You play pro sports, you know, what do you expect? You just got tackled. It's ridiculous. And it makes my blood boil. I say, it just makes me so furious because um, just because you don't know something exists because you don't stay up on the current trends. Unfortunately, what I do doesn't exist. And I'm not just being cocky about those other entities that do um, incorporate it, but not in a package way of this is what you can do to help. This is what's making it bad. And I think what we're talking about today, especially are the ones that you really don't expect. Everybody expects some low back pain. People don't talk about pubic pain, which is funny from doing your podcast. I got tapped to be on a medical panel and we were talking about how this can impact your ability to deliver. Because if you give bad advice and you tell a woman, this is just normal and you don't give her advice. Like when I was pregnant with my second baby, I told her like, Hey, I was sick every day, but I gained 80 pounds. And she's like, well, you you can't gain any weight this time. And I'm like, well, what diet should I follow? She's like, Oh no, you can't go on a diet. It's sort of the same thought of like, there's nothing you can do. But you're not supposed to, you know, you're supposed to stuck it up. So I think it's important to give women hope. And that's why I'm so passionate about sharing these things. But the things we're talking about today, uh, originally you were born, no pun intended, uh, out of uh, one of the local OB practices around here is like, can you please make some material to incorporate what women experience in the fourth, I call it the fourth trimester after they have the baby, these things show up, but these things also show up during pregnancy for very defined reasons. And when women understand why those reasons occur and we as providers understand that this is not just like voodoo that just shows up, there's reasons mechanically why these things happen. It's important to mitigate those risks and help women to fight them because they can be excruciating. I call, uh, so today we're talking about Helen Headache they're all named after family members again. Uh, that was my aunt. And then Rebecca is my sister-in-law. She's the Regina George of back pain because it's insidious and scary. We'll talk about that. And then Wendy wrist pain is sort of the boring one that you expect after you have a baby. But today we're going to talk about how they occur and how to spot them. So I'm excited to talk about that. Yeah, I am too. And I, and I loved your analogy when we talked. And then when I watched the Super Bowl and I saw that guy get hurt, and then, yeah. you know, there he's, you can see the pain mm-hmm. and then he's back on the field 10 minutes yeah. later. It's like, that's what she's talking yeah. about. Why there. can't we do that for women? It's, it's, can you imagine if he went back and it's like, okay, better like next season or like, yeah. wait till you're done and just suck right. it up. What do you expect? We right? don't do that to guys. Right. Exactly. And because, and because he got good care quick. Yes. Was barely yes. 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 So sports medicine and pregnancy is what I do and what I teach. So, right. Yeah. So let's talk about Helen headache and I can relate. Yes. Oh my gosh. My first pregnancy, six months of daily headaches. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, was told, have some caffeine, have some protein, mm-hmm. have some fat and take a Tylenol. So I was drinking Coke with a peanut butter sandwich right? Get my protein, get my fat, get my caffeine and taking Tylenol. Nobody wants to be doing that for one. And two, it's not healthy to be doing that consistently. So let's talk about headaches. 
Yeah, so so headaches are the one headaches, all of these sort of are part and parcel and they're together because what happens like there's things that happen that people don't associate, right? So what was your first symptom when you got pregnant? Like when you found out you were pregnant, what was your first symptom, Tonya? I you know, I had almost none other than the headaches. Yeah. My first pregnancy was like the ideal pregnancy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mine was my chest, like your chest. A lot of women report that their chest feels funny. Like it gets prickly, mm. it gets heavier. They notice their breasts change. Mm. So what happens with the hormones is that they get heavier. They mm. uh, start filling with fluid. Um, so that added weight. Sometimes I've had patients go from a C to like a double F because mm. of the hormonal fluxes. So when you add that in a short period of time, if you think we're muscles, we're a meat suit, uh, Lady Gaga wore a nice meat suit, but we're all a meat suit, right? So right. if you hang something off the front of your chest that your neck is not used to, it's going to cause a lot of tension and stress in the upper back and neck, right? These muscles, if they clamp down, pinch nerves, mm-hmm. um, if they will make muscles tight, they'll pinch nerves in your neck. They, the biggest one that I see that's um, sort of a bridge between Rebecca and Helen is the first rib. We were taught that in one day in chiropractic school is probably the number one thing that I do. So your first thoracic is the pointiest bone on the back. It actually has a rib that comes around here and goes under your clavicle. So a lot of people report they have horrible pain. If you ever see those fibromyalgia commercials where they're holding here, it's because your chest gets heavier. It puts added stress and strain on this area usually you're wearing the same bra because you don't want to buy a new bra but that particular nerve will send pain up over your head in and you'll get a spike headache right here in your eyebrow it's excruciating if it gets bad it'll go into these two fingers because that's the dermatome or the zip code for that bone and nerve Um, so the headaches can be um, debilitating also fluid changes also you can be puking every day Uh, there's a lot of reasons the caveat with Helen headache is there's a lot of emergence being a paramedic. I was a paramedic for 26 years. Um, there's a lot of emergencies that you need to be careful of. So it's sort of a scary time that if the headaches are not your thing, that if you have the worst headache of your life, you call your doctor because that, that phrase as a paramedic gives me like the willies. Um, so you always want to call your provider because that's what they're there for. You're not bothering them. You're not a pain in the butt. Um, but these are, this is the mechanical reason why it's just, added stress and strain in the area and it gets overloaded and that puts pressure on nerves which cause a headache so that's that's helen's thing usually they're a pressure type headache as i said but typically you'll get that spike headache in your eyebrow that's your suboccipital nerve um so how do we fix that right Uh, how we fix that is if you don't have a lot of money which i didn't when i was pregnant uh you in my book you there's a lot of um, information about massaging this area massaging the neck area um, massaging um, the front of your chest. Sometimes that'll get tight. There's stretches that you can do um, to open things up because a lot of people are doing this. Plus your chest is heavier. So there's a lot of stuff you can do with stretching and massage. That lends itself into Rebecca, Rebecca rib pain, um, which again, your spine is right down the back. The ribs come off. They meet on your spine like a sandwich. Sometimes that pain, as I call her the Regina George, uh, that could be the spike. Like it feels like you're being stabbed in the neck. Have you ever had that Tonya where it's like, it feels like you're being stabbed in the neck and you can't turn your head. Mm-hmm. Um, that's usually a first rib or uh, upper rib area. The one that I see that's sort of scary that I think providers, MDs don't understand 
and they'll this is the one where they'll tell them like just suck it up there's nothing you can do is when if you think about physics all of us don't like physics i loved physics i'm sort of a nerd um if you hang weight from the front of your body you can think about your thoracic spine you can get a pinch lower which is called intercostal neuritis or basically if you eat ribs the line that's around the bottom of the rib which is disgusting it'll shoot pain around the bottom of your rib and a lot of women will have pain in the front of their abdomen and their upper abs because that's the nerve that is there again massage is great stretching is great if that doesn't cut it chiropractic or osteopaths are also wonderful for ribs um, they adjust uh, patients as well. I know chiropractors don't like to hear that, but they manipulate just like we do. So if you're not comfortable with a chiropractor, try a DO. Um, so that's another option that people can try. Yeah. My girlfriend actually had that rib pain. Oh, it's um, awful. And yeah. yeah, she was in a lot it's of like pain. a spike. And it's uh -huh. scary. It's like, yeah. I think that's the number one thing in practice where people are like, oh my God, I feel like I'm dying. They'll go to the ER and because right. they think they're being stabbed. And um Typically, I find this. I don't know. Do you follow Louise Hay? I'm not really hokey, but I love Louise Hay. And uh, in her book, she talks about, um, you know, you get people get fever blisters, like when you're stressed out. They say that this area is like when you're carrying the weight of the world. So it's like when stuff is, when you're overloaded, I believe, and this sounds a little hokey, your body, your back is an electrical panel. So when it overloads, it blows. So your back will actually blow. Does that make sense where it overloads, where you yeah. have your chest is heavier, you're stressed out, you know, and it just, it's the worst thing that could happen because now you feel like you're being stabbed, but it makes you slow down. Um, but that is Rebecca rib pain. So it can be lower, as I said, it goes all the way down and it can go into the front. A lot of women get like that upper ab pain. Again, that could be from their baby expanding. A lot of patients that have six pack abs, I never did. I always had a keg, but um, six pack abs. <laughs> Sorry, Tanya. it can expand and it, your, your muscles are like what the hell like like we were tight and now like things are expanding so it's not saying you shouldn't work out but a lot of these women i had a whole yoga class of six-pack ab women um and in my book you can see there's a woman that like literally almost has six-pack as much as you can have six-pack abs when you're pregnant she looks fabulous her kid's like six now but um anytime you expand in this area it's muscles overloading so that's that one yeah. And then Wendy wrist pain. I mean, we Wendy hear about wrist issues with pregnancy. We hear a lot about carpal tunnel and numbness. And all. So help us understand this. Yeah. So anytime you have increased fluid and things aren't moving, and that was my premise when I spoke at this panel uh, in uh, Niagara Falls last week, it was awesome. I was the only chiropractor there, but I was talking about how if we don't give good advice then women don't move. And we both know that the birth statistics in this country are not great for some reason. And my premise is part of it, not the whole entire thing, but if, if you don't move during pregnancy, like if you don't know what to do and you just go home and do nothing because no one gives you sound advice, that's not good for your body. Your body is designed to move. So if you have increased fluid and you're not moving, you're sitting at a desk for eight hours, weight dependent, your wrists are going to swell, right? And it's going to, it's a small, tiny little compartment and there's no place for everything to go. So that puts pressure in the different compartments in your wrist. Um, so a lot of women will wake up and they have to shake their hands out. Their hands are completely numb. Um, again, your chest is bigger. 
this is tighter. So it's, it's a whole perfect storm uh, for your wrist. A lot of times people call that baby wrist or uh, decrevenes is the fancy term that's pain in the snuff box, which they call it a snuff box because you can actually make like a little thing. I guess, I don't know if people put tobacco in there, but um, that's what they call the anatomical snuff box. But that is, that's decrevenes where there's a swelling in the sheath of the tendons. But what's scary about that is that women can actually start dropping things. They can drop coffee cups. They can drop their kids, uh, their 18 month old kids, you know, that they're because they're pregnant and then on top of it, they're caring. And again, it's the motion. Like if you think about this motion that aggravates the neck, it aggravates the upper back at the worst time of your life to be able to deal. So typically what my book is about is about the second pregnancy because you weren't carrying an 18 month old the first time you were expecting. And there's stuff that we're just very hard on our bodies. I was just talking to some patients today and I just think there's no breath for women to, to enjoy it. Like you're just, you have your normal life. Other countries do a better job. I think of um, giving women the time to do the things that they need to do to move, to take care of themselves. Uh, we're just supposed to go, go, go. <laughs> uh, and, and dads, you know, and other moms. So um, it's just, it, this stuff is the stuff that shows up after pregnancy. And that's why the OB practice around here, the major uh it's like 16 offices. They said, can you please make stuff? Because people don't understand. I had low back pain. Fix that when I had the baby, you know, but now I have this stuff. Like, what is this about? You know, and they don't want to go on through another treatment plan with something new, but you have a new stress on your life. You're, you're carrying those carriers. You're putting the baby into a car in an awkward position. You're nursing. Your chest gets bigger. It's like, again, it's all about stress. So the best thing that I can, can advise is to be active, even if even if it hurts, you know, it shouldn't hurt severely, but um, if you don't do anything, you're gonna get hurt because you're gonna be deconditioned. So you might as well do something <laughs> if that makes any sense. So get some sound advice, get some basic routines that you can habit stack into your routine. It's really, really important. If, if, if I say anything on this podcast is doing mo motion with your body, keep your body moving. I think as a society, we don't move. And that's why women have the problems that they have, unfortunately. Yeah. So if I'm hearing you right, this isn't some big, complicated regimen. This is just get up and move a little more. Be a little more mindful. Be a little more intentional and move your body so that when we're going through the process of birth and postpartum recovery, we're not so deconditioned that we don't have anything to work with. Yeah, birth is an athletic event. Like, and that's again with my premise about sports. Everyone told me before, sports and pregnancy don't go together. I think it's one of the most athletic events you can go through. You you need to be physically fit for it. And I really credit the doctor that I work with, Dr. Eric. He has his uh, he's an athletic trainer and a chiropractor. So when he joined the practice, I would never I would lose the patient when they had the baby. And he's like, wait. They had to carry all this stuff. We have to get them ready for that. So we developed a program called Strong Mama You, where we started doing those things safely before you have the baby, because you know what's coming. Do you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, it, it makes you feel better. I think you feel better when I, I used to work out to lose weight. I don't work out to lose weight anymore. My goal, but be 50 in eight weeks, uh, is just to stay moving. And I, I feel like your blood moves better. Everything just moves better. So it's it's, it behooves you. If you're thinking about getting pregnant, start a walking routine. It doesn't have to cost, you don't have to join a gym, you know, just do things to counterbalance. In my practice, I talk about turning up the good and turning down the bad. I 
hate extremes. I hate like where somebody's like revolutionize your life. Let's look at little things that you can do. Because if, if everything that you're doing, if you're working at a desk for eight hours and you're carrying your kid, let's look at ways that you can take off some of the, the stress. You know, they talk about women are a lot like trash compactors. I think everybody's like trash compactors that if you build up, it just explodes. So anything you can do to sort of take and chip away at what you're doing. If you're like this, do the opposite. You know what I'm saying? Incorporate some stretches to move at your desk. It's unnatural for people to sit so long. So I just think there's so much stuff for free. The internet is a huge place, but again, it's about sound advice. I think you offer very sound advice. Um, ask your providers, ask your friends for trusted resources. So that's what I'm developing to help women so they can help themselves. Fantastic. I love that. Um, I talked to somebody recently who said, even if all you do is set a timer, and every 30 minutes, get up and walk around your chair 10 times. Yeah. It, it's still better than doing nothing. Yeah. And because she said, you know, people were telling her, oh, well, I don't want to work up a sweat in the middle of the workday. Mm-hmm. This whole workout during your lunch hour. Well, then I got to shower and redo my hair and my makeup. She's like, it doesn't have to be that hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simple stuff. It's, 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 and again, it's, it's, I think people discount if you don't move your mental health, like it's just, it's unnatural for us to sit. It's, it's uh, motion is life. Um, it's just important to be active. You want to be active to play with your kids start now. And, and you can start from nothing. There's couch to 5k is a great program. Walking is free. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to hurt yourself. It's just, it's easy stuff. Yeah. Fantastic. As always, there's such valuable takeaways that we're almost out of time already. It never feels like there's enough. Um, Is there anything final that you'd like to share with our audience before we wrap up? Yeah, just what I said, just as I said, if if everybody would understand how important it is to incorporate exercise, any exercise does not have to be what you think it is. It can just be just move, you know, get your kids involved and you can make it a family event, do it as partners. Um, just it's about to be spring and it's time to get out and move. So stretch, move, walk, um, and just get healthy. It's that's all I have to say. So it's cheesy, but it's true. Yeah. Sometimes the simplest answers are the yeah, best. It's not that hard. <laughs> right? Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you for sharing with us tonight, Dr. Brandy. It's been an honor to have you again back. with you as always. Um, so we really appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you so much. Yes, and thank you to our audience. If you have any questions about this topic or anything related to the upper body baddies, or frankly, anything else around your body and pregnancy and moving and feeling better, please put them in the feed and tag Dr. Brandy or tag Newborn Care Solutions. We'll make sure that you get answers. And of course, you can catch this segment as well as all of our past Real Talk episodes and access our educational content at newborncaresolutions.com click on the education tab. And of course, also YouTube and all the podcast channels. Thank you very much and have a great night. Thanks, Tanya. Thanks for listening to the Real Talk with Tanya Sackowitz podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you liked what you heard, please share it on social media or send it directly to someone you think might benefit. It would also be a huge support if you could rate and review the podcast on whatever player you're currently listening on so that other people can find the content easier. You can also connect to us by following us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok, or checking out our website at newborncaresolutions.com. 
Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of The Real Talk Podcast with Tanya Sackowitz.